sunshine, pour yourself a cup of coffee, and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews, Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. John Schomer, good morning to you, sir. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. The time is 8 o'clock a.m. Yeah. I know. I can feel it. I feel it, too. I feel happy. I'm hungry. Um, We got coffee. Sip it up real quick. Sip it up as we... Sip it up. Monica, you sip it up, too? Yeah. Oh. It is Monday the 27th, and we have a friend of the show on the show today. Uh, she is hardworking. She's dedicated. She's awesome. And that trail of superlatives, that's the word of the day, superlatives. That trail of superlatives could lead to only one person, Brisa Barasa. <laughs> it's not Buenos Dias Aurora, but I tried. Yay! Good morning. Good morning, Curtis. How you feeling? Feeling good. How's that honey oat latte? Delicious. Aha! Treadwell. Treadwell. Shouts out. Shouts out. Emily's here. Good morning to you, Emily and Norma Peterson. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. We have a lot to talk about today. Um, so we are here with Brissa from Marie Wilkinson's Food Pantry, who's going to update us on all food pantry activities, but also let us know something interesting that's taking place tomorrow. Yes. And I think it's the first of its kind and actually before i get to my news uh let's talk about that what is going on tomorrow tomorrow is taco tuesday crawl Uh oh it's the first kind in aurora to ever happen um so yeah we're very excited tomorrow um people get to come in to support text one east button to check in and we have a cool setup inside for you guys it's going to be very exciting lots of raffles baskets raffle baskets um photo opportunities, and music. So it's going to be fun. So check it out. Buy your tickets in Eventbrite. Uh, tickets are $25. And that guarantees you a taco per each restaurant that's participating. So we have seven restaurants participating in Aurora. Um, we have Primos Tacos, Cielo Tacos, La Quinta, El Tio, Jalisco's, Taqueria Aurora, and Supermercado Carrera. Okay. So seven tacos for $25, plus you get a t-shirt that we're picking up today, and then a swag bag. All right. Okay. Sounds good. So you heard it here, you guys. Uh, the tacos are good. And I can tell you that I like all of those places. Uh, I rock with LTO. You know, LTO is good right around the corner from us down here. We do lunch there every now and then. Dan Barrero is here. Good morning, Dan. Um, but yeah, thank you very much for letting us know that. Now, support text, as you mentioned, is 1 East Benton, Benton. the Old Aurora Public Library. Correct. Uh, are they one of the sponsors? They are. They okay. are. 
They are. Right. They've been real great to um, to us, to the food pantry, and helping us, you know, make this event happen. Right. Shouts out to Ron and Melinda yes. of Support Tax. They are great people. Tell you guys an interesting story about Support Tax. Once upon a time, when Good Morning Aurora transitioned from an earlier studio, we were in need of a place before we found our current home. We needed a home. And Ron reached out and allowed us to film Good Morning Aurora in the Gallery 1904 by the book wall oh, back yeah. there for three months as the whole rest of the place did upgrades. Allowed us in there and we will always be thankful for that. All right, the time is now 8.04 a.m. You're tuning in to Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. Dan Brewer, I said good morning to you, right? I think I did. Yeah, Dan, we met somebody who knows you when we undid when we did the uh, bookmobile unveil. Dan Brewer got shots out on the street. That was awesome. We uh, checked. We had a good time with that. That was at the Aurora Farmer's Market. Um, so pictures are on our Facebook page and Instagram. Okay, let me give you guys some local news because this is really important and we're going to get back to our discussion here. Kane County Health Department says more COVID-19 contract tracers are needed. Since students returned to school, the Kane County Health Department has been struggling to keep up with contact tracing after it let go several tracers during the slow summer months. The county's health department is facing a large burden as it tries to keep up with the demand as parents ask for help to determine when they can send their children back to school after they have contracted COVID-19 or been exposed to someone with the virus. As according to Kane County Health Department Director of Health Protection Uchi Anwuta, as of September 11th in Kane County, there were 126 positive cases of COVID-19 among children ages 5 and 11, 114 cases in children ages 12 to 17, and 106 cases among people aged 18 to 22. The cases stem from 15 current COVID-19 outbreaks within local schools. All right, um, so to get in touch with these uh, great folks, you can go to canehealth.com uh, and sign up there. On Wednesday, the committee, uh, and by committee, that's the Kane uh, County Board Public Health Committee. Uh, Wednesday last week, the committee supported uh, 40, excuse me, $486,000 of American Rescue Plan funding for hiring and training more contact tracers. The county currently has 15. All right, so uh, Marissa, I'm glad you're here. Now let's let's talk tacos. Yes. So now let me get the logistics down. So I go to Support Tex. Yes. I buy my ticket there. Or you can buy them online. Okay. Um, so the purpose of us meeting at Support Tex is uh, for people to come in uh, and check in and get a passport. Okay. That passport is gonna you know uh, tell you what restaurant um, is participating the address and what kind of tacos they're going to be offering. Okay. Um, so if you like al pastor or you like chicken or you like steak, um, each restaurant is going to have listed what kind of tacos they're going to be offering. Okay. And if all you right. want to try, if you're open to trying them all, you can visit all seven. If you only like steak, you can visit the ones that only have steak. Okay. I like pastor. Mm -hmm. I like them all actually. I like, I haven't had a taco I, uh, I don't like. Now, I don't want to, I just want to get your opinion. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to pin you to the, you know, nail you down supporting which restaurant. But who do you like in Aurora for tacos? Oh, 
All right, so... Away from Marie Wilkinson's Taco <laughs> Crawl event and Dorset. Okay, okay, okay. Um, so me and my family, we frequent um, El Autentico Jalisco on Lake Street. Okay, yeah. That's been our go-to... Used to be Casa Doris. Yeah, right, Way yeah, back, Way yeah. back, yeah. yes, yep. I remember. Uh, but yeah, our family, that's our go-to. Jalisco's on Lake Street. Yeah. Their tacos dorados are phenomenal. Yeah, it's a really good place. Before the pandemic, I used to go there and uh, eat with a buddy back when I lived downtown, and sometimes sit out on that little because they got a little patio. They do. They got little little outdoor uh, patio right there on Lake Street. Yeah, it's a really good place. Yeah, we, good we like it place. a lot. All right. Um, so Aurora Regional Fire Museum is here. Looking forward to Taco Crawl and the uh, ARFM Fire Museum is a sponsor. Yes. That's awesome. And we also got some news when it comes to the Fire Museum. So I think I'll plug that in right now. We got a button for the special break. In yeah, boy. Interns and breaking news buttons. We doing things, y'all. Okay, check this out. Now this is uh, this is what you can call hot off the presses. Can you hear it? Yeah. <laughs> All right. The Aurora Regional Fire Museum will host its fourth annual Community Hero Day from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Saturday, October 2nd at the museum at 53 North Broadway in Aurora. Community Hero Day is a free community event that will feature a touch-a-truck area with vehicles from over a dozen community organizations. Additionally, Families will have an opportunity to interact with 14 community partners and 11 craft vendors. Ay, ay, ay. The Northern Illinois Fire Sprinkler Advisory Board will be on hand with its fire sprinkler demonstration trailer and will be conducting a live fire demonstration at 1 p.m. Uh, the event will also include food, a DJ, and a pop-up COVID-19 vaccination clinic. Hosted at the beginning of Fire Prevention Month, Community Hero Day allows the museum to educate the community about fire safety. According to Aurora Regional Fire Museum Executive Director Brian Failing, quote, this is our largest event yet. As families continue to spend more time in their homes, it's important than ever, excuse me, it's more important than ever to learn about fire safety and those who are heroes in our community. The event will feature vehicles from the AFD, Aurora Police Department, Aurora EMA, NICOR Gas, Ozinga, Groot, Kane County Sheriff's Department, West and Sons Towing, the Illinois Tollway, PepsiCo, Illinois Army National Guard, and Kane County EMA. The time is 8, 10 a.m. Shouts out. How cool. That's very great. Sounds cool like a that? great event. Yeah. So where is... For those who don't know, where is Marie Wilkinson's Food Pantry located? Yeah, Marie Wilkinson's Food Pantry is located at 834 North Highland on the west side of Aurora. So we are between the VNA and Amita Mercy Hospital. So if you get hurt, you can go either way to get some help. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was breaking my back lifting boxes for to help these people. Don't worry, bro. Just go to Amita or Mercy. Very or cool. Mercy, yeah. um, now, I saw, I think that was earlier this year, a few months back, that... Um, there was an adjoining garden across the street that was put in. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Um, so for several years now, uh, we have a garden across the street. Mm -hmm. um, it was some houses that you know were not in good condition, so the city were turned uh, tore it down, and uh, there was this vacant lot. So we were able to acquire the the land across the street, and we turned it into something meaningful, a garden. Charity Blooms, uh, Rob Vaughn is the one that manages our garden across the street. Um, 
And then from there, it's been expanding and expanding. And then earlier this year, we acquired more land um, south of, of the pantry. So um, the garden that's directly across from the food pantry is it's uh, food that's being grown for our clients. Okay. And then the other lot that's south of the pantry, that is being used for people in the community who wants to rent a plot. Okay. So you can rent plots there, too. Yeah, we have 36 plots. Nice. Mm-hmm. Man, Marie Wilkinson's on the move, y'all. Get, in, get involved with the food pantry. Uh, Aisha Saxon, good morning. Grace Cornell, what is up? And Cruz Ocho is here. Well, let me tell you something about Cruz Ocho. He is a local hip-hop artist, and he is a member of the Highest Lows. And, uh, what the heck, I'll just tell you now, there will be a special Cruz Ocho Part 2 coming up on Good Morning Aurora. And then we just like trail off. Sounds kind of like, ooh, everybody like, damn, when is that going to be? It's going to be Saturday, October 2nd. So get ready to tune in for something special over the weekend. The time is 8-12. Okay, so um, now from what I understand about Marie Wilkinson's, uh, it has a long history, of course, tied in, tied into or created by Marie Wilkinson. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, the, for those who are unfamiliar, who was she and what was her role in the community? She was a social activist in in the community. Uh, Since 1950, she funded the food pantry. Um, She had a near-death life experience where she she said, you know what, I need to help people in my community. Um, And from there, she took it off. She started a lot of nonprofit organizations um, that still exist here today in Aurora. Um, SciTech is one of them. Um, and the um, the Child Literacy Center. So there's lots of places that, you know, she touched and she helped grow up and develop. Uh, but Mary Wilkinson was very loved in the community. Uh, she was out there getting things done. And she was uh, engaging other, other uh, community leaders to help her. Um, so, yeah. Nice. And we also have a book about uh, Mary Wilkinson, if you're interested. It's called The Gentle Spirit. It's a good book. Uh, I was provided that book by a friend of the show, Marianne Renner, Diane Renner. Diane Renner. The Renners, the whole family. Um, good people. Okay, uh, what's the hours of Marie Wilkinson's? For food distribution or yeah. volunteering? Uh, well, let's talk <laughs> food distribution, yeah. Sure. Uh, so, and just to, if I might add, we also have a second location we have our East Aurora High School location. Right. Um, and we're there Saturdays from 7.30 to 11.30 distributing food. And every Saturday they serve about 180 to 200 families. I've seen, yeah. Yes. But uh, on the west side of Aurora on Highland, we serve on Wednesdays and Fridays. Wednesdays is from 12 to 2 and people get to come in for indoor shopping. Um, and generally it's pretty busy, 50 to 70 families um, a week on, um, I mean, every Wednesday. And lots of our seniors get to come in, mm-hmm. lots of pe- veterans, our veterans get to come in, um, families who have uh, dietary restrictions. Because we do allow them to come in, they get to choose the food that, you know, that fits best for the household, which right. we like. And then on Fridays, it, we serve from 1 to 4, and it's a drive through system, curbside. People pull up in their vehicle, we chuck them in, we have them pull up to the garage door. We, they open their trunk and we put the food in in their trunk. And we've come to find out that a lot of people like 
the busy families or those that are working, they like to come more on, on Fridays. Nice. And then our seniors and veterans and the disabled, they like to come on Wednesdays. Uh, now, what's the uh, volunteering schedule? Volunteering schedule, um, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Mm -hmm. We need volunteers from 10 to 3 um, to help us unload the trucks, sort food that's coming in through donations, um, sort the produce, and help, help organize Okay. And get everything set up for the distribution days. Uh, now, when I was there, I also learned that you guys get a lot from grocery stores themselves. Yes. How does that work? So that's called Food Rescue. Mm -hmm. um, it's a partnership that um, we have with the local grocery stores that Northern Illinois Food Bank has started. Um, and they made the contest with local grocery stores. Anyways, um, they connect us with the, like I said, local grocery stores. We go out to our local Walmarts, Jewels, Aldi's, foods that would go otherwise in the in the garbage. Um, now they're donating it to the food pantry. And it's not food that's, you know, bad or, you know, expired. Right. It's just, you know, at, at its end uh, peak of life. So we have to um, get it out to, the, to our clients as soon as possible so they can consume it. Right. Uh, but a lot of the times it's, good good stuff and we're never hardly ever throwing any of it away right yeah so i spoke with shannon cameron when she was here from the food pantry and i was relaying to her a story when i worked at a grocery store and i was a kid like there's a lot of food that gets thrown away it does it's I, mean, I don't think people even realize you do not it like it's it's beyond me like i am so thankful that there's these programs that um are established like that food pantries or you know Soup kitchens can go out and and pick up that food and give it to those who really need it or make something out of it too because you know it's beneficial for soup kitchens as well. Right. If your bananas are are, are going bad, banana bread. Yes. That's just a uh, little us to you kind of thing. Okay, uh, so we got some local stuff to talk about. Local news and links coming your way right now, which I'm going to start giving to you, wonderful people, at this very moment. Okay. Uh, tomorrow, the 28th, in addition to our taco crawl going on, uh, State Representative Barbara Hernandez's office has their Social Justice Committee meeting, uh, the monthly one from 5 to 6 p.m. Special guests will be Cabrini Green Legal Aid, and they'll be talking about the Clean Slate Initiative. Uh, we have the link for you guys. We'll put that in the chat. Registrations open for NAMI 5K, a run for mental health. This will play. Uh, All right. Sip it up, sip it up, sip it up. You know, we, when we mess it up, we sip it up. Ah, community sip. Let's try that again. Okay. Registration is open for the NAMI 5K, a run for mental health. Got it that time, right? All right, this will take place Saturday, October 2nd, and there's options for virtual or in-person participation. Take part in something fun and motivating. Uh, we have information and registration links, which we will give to you guys momentarily. November 5th will be the first Friday for November, and friend of the show, Josue Pais, will be showcasing art titled For the Love of Frida at Charlie's Silver Spoon Creamery, located at 6 East Downer Place. Shouts out to our friend Josue and to Charlie's Creamery. We have shared the flyer on our social media. We'll make sure to keep sharing it up to the day of the 5th of November. The time is 8.19 a.m. Okay.
So, um, now how long have you been with Marie Wilkinson's? Uh, a year now. Okay. A little bit over a year. Started right. in August of 2020. Wow, right? And so came in in COVID. Yeah. What was, what was that like? And what is your exact title? I'm the operations manager. Okay. Let me just, I, I had boss written here. I, I, <laughs> no, you know no, what? no. Let me just, okay. Not the boss. <laughs> <laughs> Diane's the boss. Right. Um, operations manager came in in August 2020. Yes. Okay. What was it like transitioning to a new position in a pandemic? Um, you know what? Uh, the pandemic, it was, we learned a lot of things, you know. Uh, but the transition into Mary Wilkinson was great. Um, I got to learn more things um, that were from where I was. Um, and got to meet the volunteers. Um, getting adjusted to, like, new faces, new layout. It was a little bit, you know, difficult, but you know, we managed. I got to it's just getting to know the volunteers at a personal level. Um you can't go into a new place and start changing things up. I learned that the hard right. way. Right. Yeah, no, can't do that. <laughs> Learn the hard way. Right. Um and then plus, you know, I'm a young woman that just coming in and I'm here telling all the volunteers, older volunteers, what to do and sometimes, you know, they didn't that as well but you know now they love me and i love them so much right. <laughs> uh, but it, it was a, it's a good transition i'm you know diane shout out to diane she's been teaching me so much um and my hopes is to be an executive director mm -hmm. one day um if it's not for a food pantry maybe for a different nonprofit organization and uh i'm learning a lot she's been teaching me plenty things and i'm very grateful what did you, what have you learned uh, since that you didn't know before? Uh, we're uh, tackling accounting. Okay. How to budget, um, how to manage events. So there's um, how to, um, yeah, budget and accounting. Okay. So we'll be hitting hard. Now, are you from Aurora originally? Yes. All right. Born and raised. West side? East side. East side? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so now, do you participate on the Saturday mornings as well with the East Side distribution? Every so often. Okay. Yeah. So we have uh, Laura Keith. Um, she is the pantry manager at East Aurora High School. Okay. Interesting. Um, now, the Northern Illinois Food Bank, let me make sure I got this right. So the, it's the Northern Illinois Food Bank, which helps or participates in distributing food to food banks food pantries food pantries yes. at the local level correct um and then through a combination of volunteers and donations that's how food pantries get sustained at the local level is correct. that right okay um i learned over the pandemic over the course of it going on that food pantries run out of food i think that there was a moment i, I think i saw the news out there um a few food pantries had calls for food from the community did that happen with marie wilkinson's um no um so i know what you're talking about um previously but with the food pantries equipped the food pantries are equipped to serve you know their steady numbers you know they do report monthly reports so when the pandemic started we were getting an influx of people visiting the food pantry okay so we weren't prepared Gotcha. We weren't prepared, um, but with the you know the the help of the local communities, the churches, the individuals, businesses, they all came through and 
and you know brought tons of food to help that help with the demand that was happening at the moment. Um, gratefully, at Mary Wilkinson Food Pantry, um, we've been we've been pretty good in having food. Um, in when I started in August of 2020, in September or October. Goya donated about 20,000 pounds of food wow. to the Mary Wilkinson Food Pantry, which helped us out a lot. Wow, that's amazing. Um, where can I get one of those shirts, though? Yeah, come come volunteer for me. <laughs> <laughs> come volunteer for 20 hours, and you'll get a cool T-shirt. Okay, for 20 hours? 20 hours. Bet. To our listeners, watch. You'll see your boy there. I will be there. Um, okay, want to take a brief moment to plug in that it is Diaper Awareness week and uh, we are participating in diaper drive with the office of state representative Barbara Hernandez and other community partners like McCarty Mills Treadwell and others uh, our studio here at 5 East Downer Place Sweet Tea is a drop-off location and uh, our hours of drop-off are between 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. if someone is here when you drop off items in our lobby you will get a free good morning Aurora sticker Hey, somebody has to be here because if I just leave the stack, they might just disappear, and that's not cool. <laughs> All right. Um, so the next thing I want to talk about before we get into some more of the local stuff is um, there is one of the garage bay doors when I was there at uh, Marie Wilkinson's. I think I was told that you guys are raising funds for a heating system. Was that correct for distribution? When it, yeah, that's what it is, right? Awning. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we were looking funds for, and we got that covered. Okay. Um, but we were looking funds um, to put a heater underneath the awning for winter or right. when it gets cold. Um, and it's we had it installed last fall, and it was it was a great. It's been working great. We love it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, was is there another piece of equipment that you guys were raising funds for at the moment? Portable freezer. Portable freezer. Portable That's what freezer, it was. Yeah. Okay. And it's it's outside the pantry. All right. Um, what's what's the need for a portable freezer for those who are not in the uh, in the world of the food pantry? Yeah. So um, Mary Wilkinson is a tiny food pantry who does who uh, we're not. Uh, big in space and we have walk-in coolers um, but they're sometimes they're not enough to keep you know the food stored it gets full so we were needing uh, additional storage and that portable freezer is also a portable um, unit where you can turn it into a refrigerator also so if you don't if you don't have enough frozen food you turn it down to turn it into a refrigerator uh -huh. so it's we can use either or and it's been very helpful because um, early this summer we were getting inundated with tons of frozen meat, so we turned that into our freezer. We stored it all in there. We, it could store up to eight pallets. Damn. Mm -hmm. That's a lot. Yeah, it was full at one time. How much does something like that cost? Um, not. I do not know from the top of my head. I don't, I'm not too sure. Okay. Diane's the one that managed that. Yeah, I think she, because um, you guys said there was a compost heap as well. Yes. That, uh, I, I remember she telling me uh, some totals, which I can't remember, but they uh, were, you know, tens of thousands of dollars for certain pieces of equipment. Yes, and it, it, it can get very expensive so, right. for stuff that we really need. Um, so sometimes we have to turn to ask donors to donate. Right. Um, or we are applying for grants. Okay. 
All right. Um, so quick more, a little bit more local stuff, and then we will get back to our great discussion here. The time is 8.27 a.m. All right. Uh, don't forget the Citizens Police Academy hosted by the Kane County Sheriff's Office. This free 10-week course provides firsthand knowledge of how policing works in our community. This will be held Wednesdays from October 6th through December 15th from 6 to 8 p.m. You can register online by visiting the link that will be in the chat in about nine seconds. That's how quick we are. So, you know what? Hold on. Let me bring that back real quick. Because it used to be took a little bit to get y'all the link you guys remember that remember that like i would be like here comes the link and it'd be like another three minutes not no more quick news for you okay all right uh let me see here fifth annual cups broad drive will be happening this year at the aurora regional fire museum from 5 to 8 p.m on october 1st music local vendors and a photo booth this will be an awesome community event. You can support a great cause in downtown Aurora. And for details, visit the website link, which will be coming to you soon. Now, this is also important. October 8th is Bridge Bash 2021, a great evening of outdoor fun. Uh, this will be from 6 to 10 p.m. at the venue in downtown Aurora in beautiful Monday Park. Consider a sponsorship for Bridge Bash 2021. Sponsorship packages include free tickets for your friends, an exclusive pre-event, and more. Visit the website at neighborproject.us to buy individual or couples tickets and register to join live or participate in the silent auction digitally by texting Bridge Bash, B-R-I-D-G-E-B-A-S-H, all together, to 243-725. That number again is 243-725. Fun and fundraising all in one. Our outdoor live music celebration wouldn't be the same without you. I'm going to clap for that. Yeah, we can clap for that. Yay! Right? Anna Sierra is here. Good morning, Anna Sierra. The chat is lit. Oh, my goodness. Cindy Morales, what's up? Emily Bow says she'd be happy to set up her chair and give massages. Yes, that sounds absolutely wonderful. Massages and food? Tacos and eat a taco and get a massage? Oof. Oof. delightful. Y'all ain't never heard nothing like sounds that Sounds like before. heaven, actually. It does, right? <laughs> oh, man. Tacos and a massage. Tacos and massages. Mm. All right. Um, so... Actually, one more piece, one more piece that I needed to, ah, here it is, yes. The Fox Valley Hands of Hope, I'd be remiss. Fox Valley Hands of Hope presents Project Hope, a school-based support, excuse me, school-based support for children and teens. Now partnered with nearly 50 schools across the Fox Valley region, Project Hope is a collaboration between Fox Valley Hands of Hope and school staff to identify students grieving and in need. For more information, you can call 630-232-2233, extension 1225. That number again is 630-232-2233, extension 1225. We have a link to the website coming to you momentarily. The time is now 8. 30 a.m. Dan Burrell says, I remember Marie Wilkinson. She was a great person. I didn't realize that I lived a block from her in the 70s until they had a street dedication in her honor. Very, very cool. Victoria Maldonado, good morning. And Maria Chirito is here as well. So, what do you like most about, because the industry is nonprofit, right? Correct. Okay. What do you like most about the nonprofit industry? Uh, 
I like helping those that are coming for services, like getting to know them at a personal level um, and hearing their personal stories of how, you know, they've been struggling or, you know, the goods and the, the goods and the bads. Um, it's just, that's what keeps me in the nonprofit sector is those individuals that come to our for services, um, just getting to know them and helping them, knowing that I'm helping them, I'm being, I'm giving them an impact um, by being there, listening to their stories, not only listening but providing food. Right. Okay. Um, now we we like to get a, a feel as as a community show from our community members like you. Um, so what's something in your opinion that Aurora needs that it doesn't have yet? That's a good question. That's how we do on the show. We do good questions on this show. You're really picking <laughs> my brain this morning. Uh, what does Aurora need that they don't have? That it doesn't have yet. It doesn't have yet. And, uh, you know, and as, as you ponder that, um, the spirit of that question, or the nature of it, is because in the chat, I've come to find out and notice that people have a lot of ideas and opinions. And sometimes when I go back and look and read what people are asking or what they're talking about, or they're like, oh, ask her this or ask this person that, like, it's, it's, still, a, it's still relevant. So I kind of bring it up again and everything. What does Aurora need that yet that it does not have yet? Because we're we're a city on the rise. We're coming up. We are definitely coming up. Um, as a person who's who's been here your your life though, how has Aurora changed from when you were young to now? This definitely has progressed. I, I I'll tell you that um, the downtown Aurora has come alive. Um, I lived on the east side by Waldo Middle School, so me and my brother. You know, we would come down Downer on our bikes, mm. visit One East Benton, the old library. We lived there. Um, it has come a long way, and um, not too sure how to answer that. I have okay. to keep thinking about that. Okay, it has. It, it's it's come a long way, and even our listeners will uh, uh, would concur with that statement. It has come a long way, but when we think about like our local governments and trying to create services. Uh, that's the nature of the question because I always want to keep an eye out for what we can be doing better. Not to criticize, of course, but to contribute. You know what right, I'm saying? Because right. we want to help build the city. Um, all right. So you guys are on social media, right? Yes. Marie Wilkinson. Where's the socials at? Uh, Marie's Pantry at, okay. on Instagram and then Marie Wilkinson Food Pantry on Facebook. All right, very cool. Um, now, do you garden? I do. You do? I have a good, well, I garden, I have plants in my house too, so I have a good green thumb. Ah. So yeah, my house is turning into a little jungle. <laughs> um, yeah, I have tons of plants and cactuses and yeah. Okay, um, now, do the people who rent plots, how does that work? Because you, you mentioned that you can rent a plot in there and you, are yeah. you growing food for yourself your family or for the pantry for the pantry yes yeah. so um charity blooms um shout out to him to Robon because he's the one that manages the, the garden across the street um so the plots that we have we have 36 plots and i think it was like 20 25 to rent it um but then they get 
their deposit back if they clean it up after. If they clean up their lot uh, plot at the end of the season, they'll okay. get their deposit back. Um, so yeah, so it's a lot of people in the community that you know come out and rent this plot, and they actually it's like a lot of people from like um, from Asia, from Africa. They're you know they're refugees mm-hmm. that live in the community. They've been renting plots, and then it's just not one plot, two plots. I think some even rented like four together, and they grow stuff that they would you know normally eat in their country right okay very cool um charity blooms that's and his name is rob rob on okay i'm gonna look into that yes um so now i want to ask you a couple more hard-hitting questions want to talk some food i want to talk specific numbers how many people does the food pantry feed a week a week uh, with combined sites, uh, about 450. About 450 people. Yikes. Okay, now out of that 450, about how many are seniors or veterans? Um, uh, I wasn't prepared for that. <laughs> uh, a good amount of number. I, I don't know how to put it in percentage, but okay. a good amount of numbers are, are seniors and, and veterans. Um, and then. Have things, this is so, this is very nebulous, so bear with me for this question, but have things been getting better? Pandemic was, we know what happened when the pandemic came, we know about the shutdown. Are are and have things been getting better? Yes, they have. Are yes and no. Okay. So I say yes because, you know, our numbers have dwindled down during the summer. Um, and I and I think that's a factor that um, that comes in play with you know people getting a little bit of extra benefits um, um, post or after the pandemic um, they've been getting a little bit extra benefits and it, our numbers did come down families were receiving extra assistance for their children um, and now that you know kids are back in school our numbers are starting to pick up okay good good um, have you yourself ever dealt with food insecurity. Um, when we were younger, yes, my parents both, um, oh, that's a good, you, you hit a good one. Come on. Um, yeah, my, when my parents were growing up, oh. <clears throat> sorry, that was, you just nailed it. No, it's all good. I mean, I, I did too. I did too. That's why like Shannon Cameron wasn't just a guest. Going there to talk at Marie Wilkinson's and, and meet uh, Diane. That wasn't just, I wasn't on a field trip. You know, even when Judge, shout out to Judge Renee Cruz and his wife. Even when I was standing next to them, bagging up food for the veterans pantry. Like, I was doing it because I've been hungry before. Mm-hmm. Like, I've, you know, for for a good number of years... I only counted on one meal and it was lunch. So, you know, I I I care, that's why I asked. But um I think that some community I think that this community has it a little bit better than others though. It's a little bit better than others. I I agree. Because I, I think we have better infrastructure. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, that's fine. Uh yeah, we we come together whenever, you know, we need something, all the community comes together and rallies and 
It gets things done. Mm -hmm. They really do. Um, so where will you be for tomorrow's Taco Tuesday crawl? Are you going to be? Are you the person that we buy tickets from at the door? Are you stamping hands and all that? <laughs> are you doing security? Like y'all yeah, pay for them tickets, right? <laughs> IDs, everyone, IDs. Um, I'll be the bouncer. No, um, yeah, I'll be at a support text. Uh, we're going to be at the lower level, which is Gallery 1904. Um, and yes, if you have not purchased your tickets, you can definitely come in and, and pay at the door. Okay. We prefer that you buy your tickets online, but the option to pay at the door is there. Okay. Very cool. All right. Quick local stuff. The time is now 8.40 a.m. And our great intern, Monica is going to go get her education on everybody so we want to say a shout out to monica much appreciated dear sister we will see you tomorrow morning all right something to talk about that's locally there's a dog parade this sunday coming up at phillips park did you guys know about that did you know that i don't think you did but there is a dog parade coming up. Our friends of Harry Beast Dog Parlor will be participating in Harry Beast. The owner of that is our dear friend, Josue Pais. He's the gentleman I told you guys about that will be having the uh, Frida Art at Charlie's Creamery on November 6th, is that the first Friday? Whatever it is. Um, but a social, the social media will be lit with that um, Emily also says let her know when and where you want to set up the massage chair and she will be there Casildo Casey Cuevas good morning buenos dias Aurora to you dear sir and Shannon Cameron says that she's looking forward to the Taco Tuesday crawl as well alright a couple more local things guys and uh, we are moving right along with our conversation today with our dear friend Brisa Barasa of Marie Wilkinson's Food Pantry okay October 15th, do not forget, Mutual Ground is having their black and white ball from 6 to 11 p.m. at Hotel Arista, 2139 City Gate Lane in Naperville. Black and white or shades of black and white, including, including silver. No green or pink. I don't care how nice the shirt is. October 2nd, noon to 5 p.m., Talented 10th Social Services hosting Holiday Craft Vendor Fair. $25 uh, vendor fee. The location is 205 North Lake Street. And once again, Mutual Ground is hiring for a number of positions, clinical managers, prevention educators, relief advocates, and therapists. Mutual Ground is a nonprofit organization providing education and life-changing services to end the cycle of domestic and sexual violence. They are a trusted resource and a longtime staple in our community all right um so so what's next next for marie wilkinson's and what's next for you um well let's start with me um i am going to wabansi studying uh, for business administration so my hopes is to get my degree in uh -oh. business administration oh snap yes uh, what's up <laughs> So yeah, it's been it's been quite a journey. It's my second year at, uh, at Wabansi, and I am so equipped for um, for for these college courses that I'm taking. It's been definitely teaching me a lot of things. Good, good stuff. Um, and then what's next for Marie Wilkinson's? Um, we are hoping to expand, um, acquire a building where we can have our offices. Um, and bring 
partner up with local uh, other nonprofits if they need a space or a home okay. we can bring them into our building as well all right cool and what was that satellite location oh that's east aurora east aurora high school yes. Ah, okay is food stored there um yes so we do um thankfully uh thanks to east aurora uh school district they allow us to use their building okay you know, at the bottom of the, i think it's um the warehouse and the basement uh we get to use to store food and we also um have a student distribution at East Aurora High School um, twice a month. Every Thursday, high school students get to uh, visit the pantry and shop for food for their household. Okay. So it's a, a student distribution. Nice. Very nice. Um, so dealing with families and, uh, you know, older folks and seniors at one location and dealing strictly with youth at another location. Really good. But seniors and veterans can also go to the East High Correct. location. Okay. Yes. Yeah, uh, we have Saturdays available for those that, you know, work during the day or in the evening. Mm -hmm. um, so we, we threw a Saturday option, and it's been going great. I think that's why it's our busiest on Saturdays, because a lot of families work during the day. They can't get to food pantries, um, so a lot of families come on Saturdays. Okay. Um, now, what's, what's the requirement for a family looking to get food? There is actually no requirement. Um, we do, once they show up to the food pantry, uh, we do ask them to fill out a short application with basic information uh, because we do get uh, grants. Right. We have to report back on, on certain information sure. that we try to capture on, on those applications. But actually, there's no additional requirement. If they don't want to fill out the application, they don't have to. If they don't have a photo ID, it's understandable. If they don't have a piece of mail, we, you know, we can get by it. Right. Those, without those things. Right. I mean, um, you know, if, if, if you if you're not able to eat, the least of your issues is not having a comed bill to the Correct. location that yeah. you're at. Right. Um, Norma Peterson says, thank you for what you do. Yeah. Thank you, Norma. You got a lot of love in the chat. Got some <laughs> love in the chat. All right. All right. Um, so. I think before, so it's eight forty-five. Um, let's let's kind of speculate for a brief moment. What would what would it be like if there were no food pantries? I think it would be lots of people homeless, a lot of kids struggling. To find where their next meal is going to come from, right, or be dependent on that lunch and breakfast that they get from the school, right. Um, and I, I think, I think food pantries are something that we take for granted. Um, and and I think again, people need to realize that there's not, you know, what we need to survive as a community. We gotta like pay into it, you mm -hmm. know. You you we have to be the we gotta give back. We gotta give the the sweat equity and everything. And I don't think enough people uh, understand understand that basic fact. Um, now there's a children's garden, is that right? Oh the the playful learning installation. Playful learning, that's playful what it learning. is. Yeah. Yes. Yes. There is a yes. There's a, a fun installation that's in front of the fence of the food pan uh, the Murray Wilkinson Food Pantry Garden, and it helps it's it helps children um, to do math to count um, 
to identify colors. Um, it's a pretty fun installation. Um, you should definitely bring your son to try okay. it out. Yeah. <laughs> so I saw when it was made, uh, or I saw when it was uh, not you know launched. Yeah. Rather, that looked pretty good. That's fun. All right. So to the question of what Aurora needs that it does not have, we got a lot of um, interesting responses back. River activities. Dan Brill says a movie theater. Oh, yeah. That would be good because all we got is what? Tinseltown. Tinseltown, North Aurora. That's North Aurora, yeah. Uh, teen Youth Centers Urban Art Programs. Emily would like to see a vegan bowls and wrap place. That's a good idea. A vegan? Yeah, vegan bowls and wraps. Okay. And Cindy Morales says Aurora needs a youth community center on the east side. Okay. A live teen center is there. Is that what uh, Anna plugged in? She did. That's in downtown Aurora. And the AHA is opening a community center on Jackson. Very good. That's awesome. Good stuff. Yeah, I concur. River, more river activities. Yeah. Yeah, because I, yeah, I we I have kayaks and me and my son go kayaking, um, but I would like to see more more river activities because. I mean, Aurora is divided by the river, so right brings us together. Yep, in a sense, right? We got that bridge that they built. That's that's, that's going a cool. little yeah, that's yeah. That's kind cool. of bringing us together and everything. You know, East Siders and West Siders watched the the fireworks on the bridge. I was there. It was yeah, nice. listening to the music uh, from River Edge Park. Yep, um, which brings me into my uh, kind of next to last question because uh, we got to get the flavor. What do you do when you go out? Where do you where do you hang? You know, what's what's Brissa like to do? Where do you got? Where do y'all go? Where's the family go shopping? Uh, we love to shop. Me and my son. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we visit our, my mom. My mom and dad live in Rochelle, so we we spend a good good time over there. Okay. Um, but other than that, we go to the trampoline parks. We go to movie theaters. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a dog, so we take the dog to the park um every so often we'll go to chicago to downtown and just walk right down there um that's pretty much it i mean i'm pretty much a homebody okay um uh, right now with school i have to be you know hitting those books so yeah. <laughs> there's not much going out <laughs> yeah uh and i've seen you i've seen you working at treadwell yes i've seen you doing your thing with the laptop Crunching numbers or whatever it was you were doing. Yeah, homework, homework. Yeah, doing your thing. Okay. Um, so the time is 8.50. couple more things to go. A uh, little bit of news, you guys, here. So stay tuned. Bianca Camargo is here. Good morning, Bianca. What is up? What is up? Actually, Bianca Camargo is in the news. Hold on. Hold on a second, Bianca. Yes, that's right. How could I forget? Um, speaking of tacos, La Quebrada, good restaurant. Mm -hmm. I had their shrimp cocktail one day. It was absolutely fantastic. But uh, September 29th, so just in a couple of days here from 5.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m., you can meet Kane County Circuit Judge Bianca Camargo at her reception and fundraiser campaign kickoff at La Quebrada, 723 South Broadway. Tickets are $40. Tickets can be purchased at the door. Soft drinks and appetizers will be provided. Girl, I go just for the chips and salsa. Like, you know what? I'm here just for that, actually. Y'all keep it up, though. Keep it up. Keep it up. Okay. 
Uh, also, let's see here. We have the Halloween fundraiser on October 14th from 5.30 to 7 p.m. at McCarty Mills Tap Room. This will be for State Representative Barbara Hernandez. McCarty Mills is located at 140 South River Street here in beautiful downtown Aurora, right down the street from the Aurora Public Library. McCarty Mills is an excellent place. You can go there and try Pollyanna Brewing Company and many different brewing uh, companies on tap there. Say hi to Devin. Say hi to Brent. Say hi to all of our people when you go in there. All right. And uh, next thing here that you guys need to know about, Saturday, October 2nd from 8 a.m. to noon at Betnarsic Junior High School will be the free electronics recycling drive through Registration is required. Limited of two screens per vehicle. Unlimited other approved electronics. And it's for Aurora residents only. Ideas require, require. Uh, you can visit auroratechil.org slash electronics 2021. We have shared that on our Instagram and our Twitter. We also have LinkedIn. So check that out for updates as well. All right. The time is 8.52 a.m. Uh, do we forget anything? Um, for Murray Wilkinson, we also have a senior distribution <laughs> program. <laughs> the uh, news don't stop, y'all. See, stop. that's what... <laughs> no. uh, One of the great things that we also, one of our programs that we have in place at Murray Wilkinson is that we distribute food to a couple senior homes okay. in Aurora. And uh, right now we have two and we are looking for more volunteers to help us distribute uh, that food and meaning by distributing is picking up the boxes at the Mary Wilkinson Food Pantry and delivering it straight to the senior homes. Um, I know Cynthia Gamboa has been doing that with, with Judd and, and Suzanne on, mm -hmm. on Saturdays um, for Silver Oaks um, apartment, senior apartment. But we are also adding more senior homes, and we need more volunteers okay. to help with that. Yeah. Yeah, I did that once upon a time, too. You yeah. did. I was in the truck. It was cold, you know, walking around in the snow. That's right. But delivering it, yeah. Got to. Got to do it. You got to do it. Um, okay. Senior distribution. I asked you about the taco crawl once again. What's those restaurants that are participating? Yeah. Uh, the restaurants that are participating for Taco Tuesday Crawl is Primos Tacos, Cielos Tacos, Taqueria Aurora, Supermercado Carrera, La Quinta, El Tío, and El Auténtico Jalisco's on Lake Street. She so got all of them, y'all. All of them. Okay, um, so according to Tracy Duran, she's had to utilize a few the food pantry a few times, uh, and we are eternally grateful for being able to have this service available. It happens, life happens. That's right, that's right Tracy. And uh, Dan says, remember your beginnings, helping others is your calling. Yeah. That's what's up. That is what's up. All right, you guys, it is 8.54 a.m. Cindy says that she will be there to help out. Man, what a good episode today. Um, before we go, I'm going to do something that we typically did only on the one-on-one -on -one interviews, but I guess we'll start injecting this into the show right now. Um, what's your message today for the people of Aurora? Get involved with your communities. Like, definitely, if there's an issue bring it up to your alderman get that resolved in your community um 
if we don't voice what's going on, they will never know what's happening in our own community. Um, that and get in, involved with um, social um, nonprofits or just nonprofits at all. Uh, uh, overall, um, we we can do the job, we can get the, the work done, but we really can't do it without the help of volunteers. Right. So get involved with your community, whether it's, you know, talking to your aldermen, local aldermen of, you know, issues that are happening in your own community. Also volunteering in nonprofits, because we all need the volunteers, not just the food pantry itself, but I think all across the board, all the nonprofits are struggling with volunteers. Right, okay. Um, Thank you very much for coming on to My the pleasure. show today. Thank yeah. you for, so much for having yeah, me. Yeah, this was awesome. This was awesome. Good, good episode. Um, all right, dear people. So it is Monday. Let's uh, let's continue to start the week off motivated. Let's continue to start the week off bright and uh, full of energy. Hope that you guys have a great day today. Uh, try to be helpful to someone if you can. Get involved with Marie Wilkinson's food pantry and come out for tomorrow's taco. Tuesday crawl. One East Benton support text from five to eight p.m. Right. Two to eight. Two to eight. Two to eight p.m. Two to eight p.m. Seven participating restaurants. Tickets are twenty five dollars. Uh, so give back to the community. Take care of yourself and each other. <laughs>